Oh, hey, look at that. Hey. Hey. We're back again. We are. I like how we both put on our NPR it's, voices immediately. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the news. No, no, it's not, because the news um, is depressing and sad right now. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Well, yeah, okay, uh, our podcast is depressing and sad. But it's a different kind of depressing and sad, because, like... Right. Someone survives. Right. I mean, that's true. That's just kind of what we're going for at the very beginning. I mean, we'll get into, like, the... Yeah, we're down, not sure anyone's going to gonna survive the current political climate, I guess. So... I will. You will? I'm like a cockroach. So, we so. are back again. Um, we didn't say it until, oh, how... 20 seconds in, maybe? But yeah. uh, this is the uh, uh-oh feeling. Oh, yeah. Hey, look... <laughs> I promise we'll get better at this. Yeah. I'm <laughs> With Taylor. time. I'm Emily. <laughs> I guess. Uh, for now. Unless for, I have to change my name. Do you just... Okay. You're deciding that that... I can't just be me. You're right. I have to change my identity. Why is that? Because... Are you... I'm a stealthy cockroach. <laughs> I need to be the Edward Snowden of this. <laughs> Only less albino-y. Yeah. Or weird. Yeah, it's hard to be paler than that guy. Uh, yeah, well, I'm definitely... Um, That's not a thing I even try. I have no interest <laughs> in going Michael Jackson. <laughs> Are you sure? I think it'd look great on you. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, we're back again doing yeah. a dope podcast about people who survive all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, and we are back again with some uh, heavy hitter serial killers. We did that on the first episode, yeah. but we loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> So we're doing it again. It's, it's you know, one of those things where, like, we're excited about this, so let's just keep it going. and Yeah, and it's fun we'll, to talk about that. Yeah, and then we'll, you know, go to the lesser known, still interesting things and get right. into personal stories. Right. we got to draw you bitches in. Yeah. <laughs> and what better way to do that than with serial killers, Right. I guess, and people who get away from them. Yeah. I, I mean... I never want to have any of this happen to me or anybody that I know because it's literally the worst thing in the entire world. Yeah, it's not fun. No. It's but. it's really not. It's it's a terrifying experience and I I can speak from experience with that and I right. will tell my story later. But yeah. We're gonna just uh, keep um, talking we'll just like keep teasing that every time. <laughs> Emily's gonna tell her story one of these fucking days, fuck you. And then there'll be a story about surviving a cult. Oh that's my god, yes. Not mine. Always just more teasing yeah. so that you keep listening. Dun, we dun, will get dun. there. <laughs> but that's the thing. Yes, it's horrible. But, like, imagine that's your life. Like, you survive a serial killer who went on to kill, like, 25 people. Yeah. Like, I would never not be telling that story yeah. to everyone Especially I ever Especially if it's, met. like, someone really notorious. Right. Like, if I survived either of the two people we're about to talk about, yeah. I would be, like, fucking... Listen up. Like, every w- room I entered like, would just be like, still, hi. Because with, with mine, she didn't really talk about it for, like, 20 years because it was so traumatic. Mm-hmm. I think you are first. I am. This week, so. I am, and I have a doozy. Just and I, I paired the wine with my story. Yes. I got the Apothic Dark, Dork. I think. Yes. It even had a black cork. Oh, my God. Which I joked was, it. like, my soul. <laughs> And we will have an Instagram and a Twitter. I almost said Tumblr. I don't know. I'm having we can have a, a hard time with words today. That's the only I mean, thing like, I'll keep up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the I Tumblr. I guess I'll do everything else. <laughs> That's the only one I can be trusted with. Um, and then um, there'll be pictures of our our wine pairings and things. And I also got cupcakes with glitter frosting. It was so beautiful. That was, and we already ate all of it. <laughs> I didn't. Really? Yeah. Wow. You're... Don't me. look at me like that. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you're better than me. Your self-control is amazing. Like, what are you talking I just ate that entire thing within five minutes of you being I in my know, house. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, there'll be... We'll do pictures before we we record of, of what we're pairing with what tonight. Yes. All that fun stuff. So, once we have everything settled and domain names picked out and all that jazz, we'll... We encourage sure. you. Yeah, we encourage you to take a look at that. That'll be a fun... At least it'll be a way for you to know how fucked up it's going to be. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, the, the wine, if it's any indication, you're about to get just real dark. Well, yeah, and let's uh, take that segue, because I'm going to be talking about the woman who survived the Green River Killer. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, Gary Ridgway, who was also the Green River Killer... Yeah. I hate hearing their real names. I know. He was convicted of 49 
counts of murder, but confessed to almost double that, if not more, that he was never convicted of. Oh my god, so many. So many. So many. Like... I mean that's like that's a that's a lot of many. That's so many. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. like before I dive into it, because uh, we were talking about this before, but I, I goofed up while I was doing my homework, mm. <laughs> and uh, I read his guilty plea statement, and woof. <sighs> We do these things like, so you don't have to, you guys. Like, I mean, don't. if you want to, you totally can. Oh, but because like. Don't like go. <laughs> But you don't have to. I, when I got done with it, I was like, oh, man, I kind of would have rather listened to, like, a 911 call or something than read that. Because he wrote things like, I placed most of the bodies in groups, which I call clusters. I did this because I wanted to keep track of all the women I killed. I liked to, to drive by the clusters around the county and think about the women I placed there. Oh my and God. then he had to go on and confess to each of the original 48 counts of murder that he was originally indicted on because then there was an additional one added after he pled guilty. Oh, wow. Uh, but the original 48, and each one was listed, and for everyone that they didn't have the identity of, it was a Jane Doe, parentheses, like B16, B17, B18, and it's just, you know... Crazy. Oh my god! And like breaking down, like who he killed, literally just to throw the police off his trail, where each body was placed, and like you can kind of see his weird cluster patterns and the placements, and it's like I hate that you call them clusters. I know. Takes away like the cereal clusters, right? (laughs) It ruins everything. Oh my god! I'm never eating those again. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the morning when it's like five a.m. and I'm trying to wake up for work and. I pull out some clusters and then I just cry. I'm just picture. I'm just picturing Ridgeway, and he's killed like maybe his first five or six people. He's like, I wonder what I should do with all these people, and he just pulls out a cereal box. <laughs> like, That's it. That's, That's it. it. Clusters. That's it. <laughs> no, <sighs> so bad. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But somebody but survived yeah. him. Uh, somebody survived him. Fuck yeah. Uh, so he was active starting in like 1982. And then he was caught in 2001. Oh, my God. To give you so a nice long. span. That's how he So long time. for so many. So many. So <laughs> long. Oh, and I should, I just want to say once, um, in case you guys hear a little bit of pitter-pattering, a little bit of sniffering, um, my dog keeps. A little keeps, bit of puppying. Yes. Um, last time we were in Emily's apartment, today we're in mine, and I have a dog that doesn't know how to get the hell away. So, just I mean, FYI. at least when Bam Bam came to chill with us, he was just real quiet. Right, I mean, that's the problem. Cats are sweet and quiet, and this dog is anything but... Well, is very excited about everything. Yeah. And wanted the cupcakes. And the smell of my toes. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Uh, So, like I said, he was active in the 80s, 90s, and possibly up to 2001, although he stopped confessing to things after, like, 98. He was like, whatever. He was like, I'm going away for life anyways. Right. And the plea arrangement he took saved him from the death penalty, so... I know. Yep, I know. For those who I'm can't sorry. see, which is literally <laughs> everyone but me and the dog. I know it doesn't translate. <laughs> but I'm, I'm looking at her like, oh, what? Um, yeah, I feel like if they had known about those additional murders, maybe that plea deal wouldn't have been a thing. Yeah, yeah. You, but sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking A. So uh, he targeted women only. All of his victims were women. Uh, most were prostitutes or people who were just at the wrong place at the wrong time mm. or teenage runaways. Oh, my God. Don't be a teenage runaway, you well, guys. Well, there's a reason for it because uh. everything happened around, like, Washington and Oregon. And he really only strangled people either with his hands or with something if he wasn't feeling his hands. And then he did the the weird thing with the, mm, I don't want to say it, but... Oh, uh, my God, you have to uh, say it, though. He, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he opened the door. It's well, <laughs> I know. But after he dumped the bodies in their little clusters, he would mm. sometimes come back to visit them and do mm-hmm. awful, awful, awful things to them. Mm-hmm. That would later get him caught thanks to DNA. No, I'm really never eating clusters ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally have have in my notes bitch was caught with dna because who fucks dead bodies <laughs> <laughs> i mean the the guy had to be pretty thorough and meticulous about certain things right yeah but like well yeah then he, he went would, like take the ids bodies. off of them yeah. jewelry identifying things mm-hmm. so that no one would know who they were right. but then he just 
had to go and do just had that fuck real him. gross thing. Just had to fuck him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. But, like, during this time in, in Washington State, there were a larger number of teens on the streets because mm-hmm. of the Juvenile Justice Reform Act of 1977. Uh oh. Yep. <laughs> that just doesn't sound. Good. No. So teens got treated like adults oh. for their crimes and were yep. sent to like state boarding schools and houses, which, you know, naturally, suddenly became overcrowded and sure. underfunded and easy to escape from. And I easy imagine. to slip through the cracks in <laughs> yeah. and get out mm-hmm. with nowhere else to go. So you know they take to the street to earn money mm-hmm. or feed a drug habit or whatever. Because, like, obviously they weren't getting help at that boarding house. Right. And in many cases, get murdered. Yeah, which just made them prime targets. Hey, the 70s and 80s? Oof. What if you just, like... Didn't. What if you didn't? What if you didn't? What if you never were? to be fair, that overcrowded, underfunded problem is still... I mean, okay. Around. Yeah, it's still it's still a thing. I, I feel like me in thirty years is going to be like mm, two thousand seventeen. Like, what if you but, didn't? What if you didn't? What if you didn't though? Like, <laughs> what if you weren't? What if there uh, just wasn't? I just feel superior to the seventies and eighties because I was not alive, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, technically, I was alive in the eighties, so I can't. Eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty eight. Ooh. Mm-hmm. She's a grandma. Mm. I, know. <laughs> I know. It's okay though. <laughs> But uh, other weird thing before I dive into his survivor was, because this is always, like, so strange with serial killers who are capable of love in some capacity. (laughs) Oh, my God. I thought you were going to spit up your wine. I didn't didn't spit it right up, but I did choke on it a little bit. Yeah. You started to but <laughs> this is a romance novel. Like, oh God! Some killers are capable of love. Well, he was he was married to a woman who was interviewed by an author, uh, and then also that author interviewed Ridgeway, mm. and his kill rate went down when he was married to her because he apparently truly loved her. Oh my God. And Miss Mawson, his ex-wife, actually told a local television reporter, I feel I've saved lives by being his wife and making him happy. Because... Did did she... She didn't know at the time. No. But, like... Oh, my God. Rebecca Gard or Gway, I don't know. There were some weird things happening on the internet because, you know, internet. Sure. But I'm just going to say Rebecca Gard because... I don't really want to confuse myself and everybody else. That's totally fine. Because at one point she does end up saying that he, when they were making like small talk in his car, he talked about being unhappy in his marriage. So that's a factor perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh uh, he had like three wives, I think. I didn't really look at it because I didn't I mean, want to focus too much more on him. Hey guys, there's someone out there for everyone. Just, oh, you know, God. don't give up. <laughs> or do. <laughs> Gary Ridgway was married <laughs> three times. Three times. Three times. Oh, my God. And, and one I'm... of them was, like, real good. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. He actually loved her. Yeah. It's like the Harley Quinn and the Joker situation. Except... And I made myself sad. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, so. Miss Rebecca was about 20 when she encountered Gary. Okay. And she had just gotten done with work. She was a telemarketer, that riveting lifestyle, mm-hmm. and was going to take the bus, but, <laughs> you know, it was, like, Seattle and raining and cold and but Why does anyone live there? So anyway. she did the thing that, you know, you do in the 80s, early 80s, and, like, 82, you hitchhike. No, you, you don't. You hitchhike. You don't. Why? And uh, she just happened to be hitchhiking in an area where it would later be determined that he picked up a f- total of about 15 victims. So, Popular I mean, he was spot. a frequent flyer in that area uh so this was also at the beginning of his murder career so i mean if we can even call it that i don't know what to call it his murder Murder career spree murder can you call it a spree when it's over fucking like 30 years like no technically although some people still do and that weirds me out i mean i I guess get it but career is probably as close as you can get but that's hilarious his his murder palooza of sadness he done killed people like it uh, was his job uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh so i mean like it was at the beginning of his 
thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> so there probably weren't a lot of warnings out of being like, hey, don't do that right now because right. you might die. Be on the lookout, yeah. Uh, so, you know, he pulled up and according to her, he was pretty boring or dull looking. So, I mean, like, no red flags. Mm. Nothing that gave her an insta uh-oh feeling and made her peace right there. Sure. Um, she also apparently was a little short on cash because she wanted to buy weed so she propositioned him to do a sexual act in exchange for like 20 bucks so she's doing okay so i mean you know she was just he looked harmless ish and she needed the moolah i guess yeah and it was the 80s imagine leaving your telemarketer job to go blow a dude for weed (laughs) like but i mean he's giving you a ride so So, like it's fine so it's like it's fine it's fine but I mean, like, here comes the actual uh-oh feeling, though. Uh-oh. It does it does actually <laughs> come. Okay. And that was a poor choice. I was going to say, does he? No. <laughs> no, he does not. Good. Because she still has a pulse. Good. Because she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she thought he looked odd as she continued to study him because he was like 5'11", 150 pounds and he had big hands and little beady eyes that is which if you do look at the pictures of him he does have really beady little eyes Mm. and then she also remembered a certain look in his eyes that made the hair on the back of her neck stand up Ooh, that's perceptive and gave her that that uh uh-oh feeling yeah but she didn't get out of the car i don't think he actually would have let her at this point but um she did ask for his id which he did, and apparently did repeatedly with other women to put them at ease. Hmm. So there were, I mean, Because that was... seeing the ID and seeing where he worked for, because it was his company ID at uh, hmm. Kentworth Trucking Company, where he painted trucks or painted or something. I mean, I'm I like proud I said of painted these... trucks and I got confused. Yeah. I'm, I'm like proud of these women for thinking to ask for that. Yeah. But it clearly but like isn't she enough. Had, yeah, she had his name. She knew where he worked. So, mm-hmm. like, everything she thought was chill because if something happened, she'd be able to identify him. Right. Uh, but after that, I mean, he started to take her home. And she lived in a trailer park, but he didn't actually pull into the trailer park and wanted mm-hmm. to go out into the woods. No. Mm-mm. Because he didn't want to do anything in the car. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but also not I mean, home. yeah. The woods. But, yeah, the woods. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, things things didn't go so hot in the woods. I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Golly gee, I wonder why. Uh, once they were out there, he was he actually attacked her pretty quickly, uh, trying to like suffocate her and like smother her into the ground. Oh, sweet girl. And apparently, he like was on top of her trying to smother her with his pants around his ankles and i don't know i couldn't find any other information on that (laughs) little just throw in there like like, yeah he had his dick out like like, (laughs) i don't know if it was like they started the thing and then he attacked or if it was just like what he did i'm i'm picturing him just like unbuckling tripping issues yeah like yeah exactly like he's unbuckling and then he's just like you know what fuck this and then just goes for it like well i mean this was early in his murder palooza nightmare dream sequence of horror. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna keep adding things so he's not good at it not no Probably. not yet good enough obviously to keep i mean it, he but... had enough people at this point to make a cluster so <sighs> Just ruining yeah. cereals for me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. rude. Ridgeway. So she like fought him off because there's actually a quote from her of like her th- remembering that she was like thinking this guy's not going to kill me. I don't belong here. I'm at the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And that she was going to have kids and like all of these things that she still had to do because she was only like 20. Yeah. And she's like, I still have a lot of life to live. Like, so she pushed him off of her and like threw him against a tree and stunned him. And like she Ooh. ran into the trailer park, pounding on the first mobile home she could find. And they luckily like let her in because she couldn't talk really. Like she got like, please help me out, because like he'd been choking her. Yeah. So. And ooh, I mean, she's lucky they were home. Yeah. She's lucky they weren't they freaked answered. out by her. Yeah. They let her in. They helped her. They oh got God. her home 
safe. And he didn't know where she lived, so like, and he was probably out. That's the one good thing. I know. Like, just, you know, if you can get them to but, not know where you live. Yeah, she, she didn't go to the cops right away, though. Uh, it took her two years to go to the cops about it. Did she say why? Yeah, she was really paranoid about the prostitution and the drugs. Okay. Thought the police wouldn't yeah. be chill about yeah. it. Yeah. But after enough murders popped up. I was like, this sounds like... Yeah, so she... Oh, my God. Yeah, she went in and gave them information and kind of helped get them in the right direction, then even went in to do the lineup when they had suspects. Good. Which took balls. Yes. Oh, my God. You'd have to see him again. As his like, only living victim, that takes balls. Yes. Oh, my God. Not only do you have to see him, you have to see a bunch of people that they assembled who kind of look like him. Yeah. <laughs> like, just a room full and fuck no. Yeah. And like, the amount ugh. of, like, self-doubt that creeps in after so many years. Because it right. didn't give me a year on when she went in to do the lineup. So I don't know if it was in 2001 when he was caught or if it was before then. Because I mm. think he was a suspect before then. Mm. Oh, my God. I mean, otherwise he wouldn't have needed to throw them off his trail. Still, though, that's, yeah, that's a long But still, after. that's a long murder span. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. My thing, okay. Like, my thing is that you always hear that from survivors where they're like, no, I just felt like I just had too much life left to live. Right. And that's so inspiring to hear. But at the same time, like, is there anybody who doesn't think that, even if they end up dead? We just don't know. Like, it's always so nice to hear that they just, they found the strength within them, and that's dope. But, like... But I think it also, it, it <clears throat> plays into an age thing. Because once you start having the rational thoughts like that and life plans and everything and thinking past tomorrow, thanks yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Just quoting Hamilton real quick. But things like that and getting to that point, because uh, when I went through my thing, I didn't think that mm -hmm. at all. There wasn't any. And how old were you? I was like 12. Okay. Yeah. So like the fact that she was so 20. So it was just in the immediate mm -hmm reactionary for me rather than being like okay no 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 you're right. not killing me today <laughs> not now bitch uh -uh, i got <laughs> shit to do tomorrow <laughs> i gotta do laundry <laughs> yeah that's it like the fact that she's I'm not she's dying like, in dirty clothes yes <laughs> they're not gonna come into my apartment when i'm dead as fuck and find it dirty god damn uh -uh. it <laughs> that actually i think would keep me alive to this day thinking yeah. about how dirty my apartment is yep <laughs> That's We're, fair. We both just, like, glanced down at my gross <laughs> But, yeah, I feel like I'm just, I, I feel like maybe I'm a little jealous, even though this is never, I've never gone through this, but, like, the idea that somebody could just bring forth this, like, strength and summon up the courage just from the idea of, like, nah, not today, bitch. <laughs> like, I ain't well, I dying. Mean, That's amazing. Moms do it. Yeah. With, or when their kids are in danger. Lifting cars off lifting of Lifting cars off of kids or pulling them out of things or doing whatever that's sheer adrenaline yeah yeah but that's what i'm wondering like how do you know that we don't just you know every murder victim doesn't have that moment and it still just doesn't work well it out. also it it might be because of surprise because she was a little into it at the point that she had time to start thinking about it because i mean yeah. dying by strangulation is a long that's true. Arduous process. It's not as quick as yeah, being or shot or stabbed. Yeah, yeah. It's a long five to ten minute thing. That's. A, I feel like people who go into that whole thing don't really know. You have to be really strong. And yeah. Be able to do it for a really long time. Yeah. You don't just die. From yeah. Strength. It's not like the movies. Right. Ooh. Nope. No, I'm thank proud you. Of her. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Absolutely. Done. Killed it. She did. Oh, my gosh. Fuck you, Gary Ridgway. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Seriously. Er. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say... Mine's a little lighter, but it's it's also not because the dude did kill a whole bunch of people. Um, but the it's story... still creepy. Yeah, oh, it's still creepy as shit. But it's... The story behind it is mm, a little funny, I think. <laughs> it um, is. It's... It's unique. Yes. Don't judge me yet. Um, <laughs> totally judge her. Do it. Just no. do it. <laughs> I'm doing... I do okay. it all the time. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing Rodney Alcala. Um, that's how they pronounce it on The Dating Game, because this is The Dating Game Killer. 
So I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right, but that's what they said. Um, not that I trust the 70s to do anything right anymore, ever. Holy shit. Um, but, yeah, so Rodney, the dating game killer, um, was convicted of murdering, it, at first, five women uh, between, like, 19... 77 and 1979 it was a little confusing because he had like one person who he tried to murder um her name was terry shapiro and she was only in second grade in 1968 oh god, yeah. oh, god i remember that yep. yep but the a police officer stopped that from happening which is rad i'm super glad. good job so she survived that's not the story that um i'm nice telling here just because yeah she was in second grade and she doesn't remember and it's way too fucking sad to yep. even like talk yep. about i'm really glad that she doesn't remember yeah to be honest that's that for the best fucking horrible yeah but so he murdered people between 19 or attempted to murder people between 1968 all the way up until i'm gonna say 1980 was when he was first brought in on like his first conviction that put him away for life and then after that up until like even 2004 they were still convicting him of shit with dna evidence and and new people coming forward so um he didn't he was not like 50 people deep however there's a lot of argument about how many people he killed because well there's always argument with how many people a serial killer is killed because i mean because i mean they're good they get away with it for a reason and not everybody is somebody everyone cares about yeah yeah, and this was one of them. Like he was, he went around saying that he was a professional photographer, and he would call women in to do just like you know solo photo shoots. Just like don't ever, just like don't, just don't ever do that. Don't do it. Survival tip number two for the thing: one, take a friend. Take, take a friend. <laughs> yeah, take a friend everywhere. Take do a not. strong friend. Yes, super strong. Someone who's not afraid to choke a motherfucker out yeah um <laughs> or attack them with a boot like i was ready to yes oh my god that's rad um <laughs> but like yeah so rodney would bring women in to do these solo photo shoots and later they found like albums of these women that he had shot photos of and a lot of them still aren't known but we don't know where they are either so a lot of them are assumed to be victims he yeah. could have killed as many as 50 people we Ooh. don't know Woof. yeah I think he was put away for, it was less than 10. I know that, like, his first thing was, like, five women. And then, like, later they came forward with more. Because didn't he also, like, take them out to remote locations? I didn't get, like, really hardcore into how he killed them, but it was a lot of strangulation as well. Um, I did have, here's, I had, like, two fun facts. Um, (laughs) Fun fact about Rodney. Actually, after he attempted to murder terry shapiro um in 1968 he was on the run as a fugitive until 1971 they didn't find him until then and between that time he was a camp counselor we're talking this is a girl in second grade others of his victims are 12 and 13 years old he was a camp counselor no yes my friend (laughs) no yeah so hey the 70s i don't know get it together what the fuck Everything was easier Uh, in the 70s. You could get away with a lot more shit. Right. Well, after that, they did find him because he was, um, he ended up on, like, the FBI's top ten most wanted. They did find him, but for that first thing that he did to Terry Shapiro, like, she was too young. Her family had relocated. They didn't want her to testify. Right. And That makes sense. Yeah. And so, like, they were missing their, their, you know, major um, people that they would talk to about that, so he didn't really end up serving anything more than 34 months like i don't i think he got out like he was paroled at 34 months so yeah you know just like you know kidnapped well like a little girl i mean but like Like, it's fine this is probably why she doesn't remember anything because she didn't have to go through a trial and getting Mm -hmm. it drilled over and over and over and over and over again so yeah that's my thing like i respect that decision because she's like a little girl she should not have had to deal with that shit but like partially because of that it just sucks that like because of that he got out after 34 months yeah like he tried to yeah. kill somebody and you know we're off to a great start yeah <laughs> yeah so um he like he was out for like two months before he kidnapped another girl oh. 13 years old and was you know I, they said he was <laughs> violating his parole by offering a girl marijuana who said she had been kidnapped for me the kidnapping part is the most important part uh but not seemingly so to this report that i read 
It's fine. Well, marijuana is. Um, oh God. Uh, a, <laughs> the fine. marijuana theme. Mm, yeah. Right. Apparently. You just need weed, so you just do stuff. Uh, or not, or don't <laughs> get murdered, or do. Yeah, I mean, or, or do. I mean, it's up to you. Um, <laughs> although maybe not. <laughs> okay, super not, J.K. Um, but yeah, so he did kidnap a girl, um, and he was put in jail again, and he was paroled again within a couple of years. Mm. So you know, just living that good, good life between jail and, and murdering or attempting to. He's like a murder in and out. Yes, he's doing a real good job at it. <laughs> Just, well, I mean, yeah, they can't get anything that sticks for longer than right. Because uh, yeah, at this point, they don't think he's killed anybody. Yeah. Um, another fun fact. Ooh, I love um, fun facts. I know they're not fun at all, <laughs> but they are facts. Um, he was a typesetter for the Los Angeles Times uh, between 1977 and 1978, and um, t- I, correct me if I'm wrong. A typesetter is one of those people who, when they had to put the um, like newspaper pages together by hand, he would yeah. like set yeah. the yeah. yeah the headlines and everything. Yeah. So he was doing that. So I imagine you're getting pretty well acquainted yeah, with what's in the paper. Sneak peek. Mm-hmm. Guess what they were uh, uh, actually reporting on at that time? The Hillside Strangler. Oh. And later, one of the victims that they thought was a victim of the Hillside Strangler, they figured out that it was actually Rodney Alcala. So Woo. I'm just saying he might have been learning a little bit. Might have just been just a figuring tick. some shit out. Yeah, like just hey, a this tick. guy's really got it. I like I, I like this hillside strangler guy because there gonna... were some other serial killers active during that time. Oh too, yeah, tons of them that were big names right. that he probably would have also seen in the print. But he wasn't a huge like. I guess he wasn't around typesetting for that long. So I mean. I guess maybe he missed the other ones, but that's the one I, I saw reported. I mean, obviously every time. he gleaned enough. Yep. Oh yeah, the Hillside Strangler is a uh, pretty good um, as far as if you're like a, a newish killer. Yeah. Like, pretty good person to emulate. Sure. Yeah. That's I mean, a, that's a word for good it. Good is um, subjective. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so everything's normal and fine. Um, so while he's a typesetter, he appears on a game show, the Dating Game. It was dun, a, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. This was a very popular game show in the seventies. It really was. It's super that like dumb, the newlywed y'all. game. Yes, and the match game. Yeah, basically, like if you weren't married or trying to get married, they didn't want you. Or on a TV. celebrity. Yes. <laughs> the whole thing. So yeah, the dating game was like one of many of these very popular shows, but yeah. it was huge. And he did appear as Bachelor Number One in one of these. Lovely little games, as they call He's them. He's number one. He's, He's number one. one. <laughs> Dipshit number one. <laughs> By this point, he had killed at least two women. I do just want oh. to say that. Like, he was convicted later of killing two women before this point, and there are possibly more that they never got him on. So... Biffy. Yeah, just great. Just mm. wonderful. Um, so, Cheryl Bradshaw is the name of the survivor I've chosen to focus on here. Um, she was a contestant on The Dating Game, and he was one of the people that they sort of shoved in her face and said, hey, do you want to fuck this? Um, <laughs> that's but by that's voice how I view only. The Dating Game up today. By voice only. For those who aren't familiar with The Dating Game, mm-hmm. they can't see The Bachelors and vice versa. Until they pick them, right. So it's not based right. on like looks. I feel like if it had been... Maybe she wouldn't have picked him. Yeah, he's a creepy dude. If you haven't seen him, Google him. Yeah, please do. He's got, like, long hair. You know, 70s hair. It's kind of, like, 70s hair, and it's, like, black and scraggly. Yeah, like, he did not... I mean, maybe he didn't even own a comb, the dude. I don't know. It was like he was trying, but not that hard. Right. He was uh, the douche of that time. He would have had a man bun if he was existing now, I think. Yeah. Oh, God, he'd be a hipster. <laughs> yeah, Mabes. Ooh. Oh. I mean, he was a professional photographer. Yeah, he'd be a hipster. So. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, God. Beware, ladies. They still <sighs> exist. You know, all these articles I was reading said he was good looking, but I'm just like, no. He had like a no. pointy face. He was weird. He was really creepy. He had a weird smile. Like, no, I was not into it at all. Mm-mm. He had triangle hair, like not cool. Anyway, although seriously, if someone finds him attractive, please like let us know what you like about him because I'd be interested to hear. We it. don't see it. Yeah, not at all. At all. 
please do actually tell me. <laughs> that is it's interesting. It's like right up there with, with Ted Bundy for me. Yeah. Although, to be fair, before my mom passed away, because I've had a love for serial killers. That's not the right word. I've had an interest. <laughs> I fucking love serial killers, you guys. I really do. If they weren't around, I wouldn't be sad. Uh, <laughs> but I've had an interest in serial killers for a very long time, since mm. I was a kid. And my mother mastered in behavioral psychology and was alive while Ted Bundy and all of the others were running around. And mm. you had the nurse killer in Chicago oh while she was yes. going through her undergrad uh. and killing people in the area that she lived. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Uh, so the thing is, like, I was like, oh, I don't think Ted Bundy's that attractive. How the hell did he get women into his car? And she's like, well, for that time period... He was very good looking. And that's that's kind of what I think so, about. So, yeah, I think, you know... There's different standards. Yeah. So Ted maybe Bundy for was that... good looking for his time, I guess. Plus, he was so charismatic. Like, yeah. sometimes that just overrides. Yes, it does. And it I definitely think, does. Yeah. And I think Rodney, the dating game killer, was probably... Rodney. Rodney. <laughs> I just... I hate him so much. It's all he deserves is just me spitting his name. (laughs) I think he was like seventies attractive. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I am going to read a little bit. I'm going to quote some of the things that were said on the dating game because it's amazing. You guys like how I'm like, spoiler alert. He won spoiler alert. She picked him. She picked him. Yeah. So like, this is what he said. And then she picked him Mm -hmm. and like, it's not just her. The audience is laughing. So, yeah. okay. Because he was also making, like, facial expressions while talking. Yeah, and they're creepy. And, and they're creepy, but, like, people found them funny. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess that's what you do when you're uncomfortable. I guess, yeah. Like, he just, I, maybe They rationalize just it was... and make it okay and just thought he was a little eccentric. Right. Yeah, he was a little eccentric, but also, oh, he's, he's got such oh, good humor. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll see about that, Rodney. Um, <laughs> Rodney. <laughs> the first thing he says to her is, we're going to have a good time together, Cheryl. Oh, hell, hell no. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I call a bluff on that. <laughs> Cheryl asks him, what's your favorite time? Which, first of all, what the fuck? That's a really weird question. Not what's your favorite time of day, just what's your favorite time? And you're supposed to glean from that that that's what you're supposed to answer. If I were Rodney, I would be like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, <laughs> what, what do you mean by my favorite 1147. time 11.47. Like, 1943, which time are we talking about? The past. (laughs) But he gets it. He gets where she's coming from, because he says nighttime. Other times are fine, but nighttime's where it really gets good. Oh. Nighttime. Okay, here, the thing is, like, the thing I watched cuts him off, because he says, then you're really ready. And then the tape cuts off. Ah! Ready for what, Rodney? Ready for what? Tip jig. (laughs) Chick-a-la, chick-a-la, mm. chick-a-la. Anyways, mm. yes. <laughs> so Rodney likes the nighttime, everyone. He does. Um, I do have to say that Cheryl also comes off pretty kind of nuts in yeah, this. Yeah, she's she a little does... weird. She's a little weird. But I mean, it, it was, maybe it they're was asked, that time period. Yeah, maybe they're asked to play it up because she's like, mm, bachelor number one. Well, I mean, they did have hired actors, too. Yes. So. I, but Cheryl wasn't one of them, so what the fuck was she doing? <laughs> she was excited. She was really excited. Let her be excited. She's a little eccentric herself, so maybe that's why they meshed. Uh, so, yeah. Um, maybe he could have been... Maybe he could have married her and had a Gary Ridgway happy less murder time right. that relationship. Nice. That would have been nice. I mean, on the Not other hand, Cheryl. it could have gone really poorly super, and super like, super bad. She could have become an accomplice right. in a weird couple killing thing. Um. <laughs> anyway, so next question. So Cheryl's next question was also super weird. It was, "I'm serving you for dinner," not as in she's serving you dinner. She's serving you for dinner. You're the food. Thanks, Hannibal. Um, yeah, thanks, Hannibal. Mm. <laughs> what are you called, and what do you look like? His answer is, I'm called the banana, and I look really good. Okay, bud. Okay. That's, some, that's some, some confidence right there. Rodney made a dick joke on TV. He did. <laughs> good, good and that he you. has a big dick. I, I like to think that he probably has, like, just like a micro penis, because why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's an okay way to respond, I guess, because everybody laughed, including Cheryl. I mean, better than saying, like, you're an orange. Mm, I guess. Because nothing like... rhymes with you. <laughs> I would have laughed at that. 
I would have been the Cheryl. Um, oh, God. But she does. Does that ask, make me the Rodney? <laughs> in this situation, yes. Oh, God. She did ask, can you be a little more descriptive? And he just said, no one wants to kill me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, vomit. Immediate oh, God. Vomit. I'm so glad I didn't finish that cupcake right now. Right. Like, had this been just like a regular oh. ass dude. I'm still really off-put by yeah. his grossness. Like, who wants to fuck this? And who says that in real life? Who? Like, if somebody walked up to me into a bar, it was like, like, I'm a banana. They call me the banana, and I look really good. Peel me. <laughs> right? Like, no. I'd have been like, go peel yourself. Bye-bye. <laughs> You're going to be peeling yourself for a long time, buddy. Obviously. Get some <laughs> lotion. <laughs> so... I put I put down here internal screaming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> external screaming. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, that was like the main thing of what I saw as far as like the answers he actually got asked. So it's not like they get to spend a lot of time together. Um but everybody thought he was fucking hilarious except for one of the other contestants. His name was Jed Mills. He acted on Seinfeld. He was there as an actor to make a quick buck. He was not actually looking for a date cuz that's what happens on those shows. Everything is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the 70s. Sure. Um, I have a quote from Jed Mills here. He said, I was really surprised he won. I, I didn't believe his smile. I didn't believe his charm, and I didn't like him. I was surprised that I wasn't picked because the other guy I know, Bachelor number three, didn't do well. And I didn't like what Rodney did. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, oh, God. Um, so he was getting bad vibes, which yeah, is very sure. understandable. Yeah. And uh, good on... Cheryl, we've been making fun of Cheryl a little oh, bit Cheryl. for her weird ass questions honey, that she was probably honey, honey. forced to ask. Yeah, um, it's like I feel like they didn't come up with those questions on their own. Like no. somebody wrote them out and gave them right. to that person, and then was like, "Be as weird and and like, be crazy. convincing." Yes, Ooh. sell these questions. Ooh. Bachelor number one. <laughs> Shut if up, I Cheryl. was a shoe, what year is it? <laughs> If I baked you a pie, which finger would you stick in it first? <laughs> like, just like a bunch of bullshit. But anyway, we're proud of Cheryl at this point. Yes. Because cameras stop rolling. They're backstage. He's, she's had, like, five minutes on camera with him at most while they're introduced to being like, oh, you're going to go uh, learn tennis from this famous tennis lady, and you're going to hey. go on a roller coaster. And then they're backstage, and Rodney is promising her a date that she will never forget. And her quote is, I started to feel ill. He was acting really creepy. Mm. I turned down his offer. Mm. I didn't want to see him again. You're goddamn right, Cheryl. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. It's not a long story, but that is textbook uh-oh feeling. Like, yeah. you just look at a dude, and you realize there's something not okay. Uh-huh. And she got the and fuck out of there. away. And she did it. She didn't even wait until they were on the date. She did it when she was probably surrounded by people. I don't care. If he's drop dead gorgeous by mm -hmm. our standard of time, I don't care if he's rich, right. whatever, drives a nice car, has a cute dog, whatever I don't know, has a weird finger. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what people get off on. It's I mean, fine. I don't judge. Some people might be into weird fingers. Sure. So, you know, if that's your thing, cool. But like, if he gives you that uh-oh feeling or if she gives you that uh-oh feeling, because I mean, uh-oh feelings work both ways. Yes, true. Run. Get the fuck out. Go. Go away. Go far, far away. And Cheryl got the fuck out. She Probably did. at the safest and best time she could. Yes. Because so, if she had proud. ignored that and gone on the date, who knows, who knows what could have happened? Seriously. I mean, he literally is like, you'll never forget this date. Yeah. It's probably the last thing I'll remember. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Now, there is um, a crime profiler named Pat Brown. Sure. He's quoted on a lot of things. I think he spent a lot of time with this case. He speculates, and it is just speculation, that um, this, you know, Cheryl's rejection of him might have led to further murders. Because he did go on to just kill, you know, like a bunch of people. Sure. And, you know, he, he says, you know, I wonder what that did to his mind. That is not something he would take well. Yeah. That's not how psychopaths work. They don't understand rejection. Yeah. So somebody being like, I just picked you, but um, actually I'm looking into your face. And yeah, I'm looking your at you now and I'm, I'm, just, like, no. I'm, not, I'm not into it. Right. I'm not feeling it. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and as a psychopath, like, right. And as a psychopath, like, what do you do? 
You probably freak the fuck out and kill. And a then bunch go of kill someone else. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. that's how people like when like psychopaths get rejected. This is why Ted Bundy had a tendency to kill people with long brown hair that was parted down the middle. Oh my god, that's right because because he got spurned uh, by a woman that. with long brown hair that yes. parted down the middle. Didn't she later agree? Like she no. agreed to marry him, and, and then, then he, he ditched her. He ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> He ghosted her before it was called ghosting. Damn it, Ted Bundy. You're kind of great in this really horrible way. Like, that's the He wanted to be you. so superior that he ghosted her. Yeah. After... He became successful enough to woo her and charming enough to woo her. And then they were married. And I her... think had already killed people. Yes. And then they were engaged for like two weeks. Yeah. And then he just left. And then he just left and never contacted her again. I mean, all of the killing aside, if he had never killed a soul, I'd be like, you got Dude. Damned. You fucking bastard. That's amazing. <laughs> but then he did. Yeah. And uh, married somebody else. Or I think he was married or engaged or dating someone else. Uh, I don't know. Said, Ted Bundy was weird. You're totally allowed to uh, turn down slash ghost whoever you want. <laughs> Especially if they're creepy AF. Yep. Um, not saying that that lady shouldn't have turned him down because absolutely she should have. It's the yeah. part where maybe she took him back later. That wasn't so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, so um, that's, that's, that's our things. That's our good, good Rodney. Mm. And, um, Hey, we got through a whole episode without talking about your room. Oh, hey. <laughs> For those of you who listened to our first episode, we mentioned her at least twice. And then I told her that we talked about her. And the dumb things she did <laughs> that could have gotten her killed. And she was like, oh, yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that happened. We do need to have her on as a special guest at some point. Yeah. Just to, just to listen and Just let her talk us, for a while. Yeah. What's your life like? <laughs> no, let's not let her do that. <laughs> <laughs> She'll give let's everybody just, a lot of bad advice. Yeah. Let's, <sighs> let's just, you know, have her on. To just hang yeah. out, because she sure. might come on our Wisconsin murder tour. Oh my god, yes. Because then we'll have the Instagram, and the Twitter, mm-hmm. and the Snapchat, and the whatever else is happening all over the internet. Be on up, the So we'll be snap, tweet, insta, tumblering that. That's with the a side of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> with a side of Facebook. <laughs> it's like a salad. <laughs> Yeah, actually, we do need to, like, plan that out. We do want to go on a murder tour of, like... Because we are from Wisconsin. There's a lot of murders here. Um, surprisingly. Uh, surprisingly There's nothing else to do when it gets cold, okay? Yes. Yeah. Especially so, if you live in a small town that doesn't really sell beer. Yeah. Oh, God. Dry communities yes. are the worst for killers. Like, just yeah. don't, maybe. <laughs> they need to get drunk so that they don't murder people. Or sometimes they get drunk and then murder people. So uh, it's a catch-22. I mean, okay, It's a catch-22. So, I mean, do what you want to do as a community. Just be ready for We're just a unique state with the the price of alcohol being so low, and yet so many of the communities saying just no to booze. So that's probably our problem. We are on the lookout for figuring out what is wrong with this state. Like if anybody We might find it on the murder tour. I think that's going to be part of it. We, We have to take notes. Uh, like, like we're fucking studying this state. What happened? Why are we like this? I think it's an important question we're going to need to answer. <laughs> so we'll let you know. A lot of this is just like, hey, we're going to do stuff. We promise it's going to happen. Yeah, life has been a little crazy yeah, these last little... few months, but it's finally starting to calm down. So Hopefully we can do this in the summer when it's not too terrible. Yeah, like maybe July. Out. Yes. Well, there you have it, folks. We'll hold us to it by putting it on a podcast. Yeah. Yep. We've locked into it. It's happening one there. weekend in July. Fuck. Maybe the weekend <laughs> after the 4th. Yes. Like yeah. the... Yeah, like the 15th and the 16th. Ooh. Do we want to do it July 15th and 16th? Oh, my God. Sure. Because there's no way we're going to be able to drive all the way around Wisconsin in one night and day. Yeah, no, it's it's going to have to be a good, good it's gonna weekend. Yeah, it's going to have to be like a two-day thing. Right. That'll be fun. We should report. We should record a podcast like the night that we go. Yeah, like a midway stop, and yeah. just be like, "Here's what we've seen. Hey, this shit's cray. You're gonna love it." I saw a ghost. No, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you will. 
Ed Gein's dead brother told me he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ed Gein's dead brother. Yeah, He's yeah. so informative. Yeah. Very chatty. Yeah. So. So. I guess we should probably, <laughs> we should probably wrap probably up. Probably uh, Yeah. So, so bye. 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 Thank this, you. This has been the uh, oh feeling. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we'll get better well, at this. We'll actually have like a formal intro oh, and a formal we? outro. I'd like to think. I mean, maybe. That, I mean, maybe one day we Stick can dream. Stick with us, kid. One day we'll have formal shit. We'll go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it may not be far, but we'll go somewhere. It might not be good, but you might it, get something out of it. Eh. How to live. Sure. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>